Joshy Kerr in the building, episode 37, the Matt Gamble podcast. Wow. Didn't feel right the last couple of weeks to do a pod. No. And I think we should start with giving ourselves some credit of honouring ourselves of whatever we're moving through that it just didn't feel right. You know, the mind was telling me, I was thinking about it. Oh, what are you, you know, haven't released the pod. You've done too many in a row by yourself. People want to hear someone else. My mom's telling me no. Yeah, exactly. Tell my body. <laughs> <laughs> and How are you, brother? <laughs> really good. Yeah. Move. Yeah, it just moved. Mm. Yeah, no, it's been weird. It's been a weird couple of weeks. Um, when I say weird, I just, I don't know, stuff going on and just both of us really not kind of, do we do one? Yeah. But in saying that, I wanted to ask you one of the first questions I want to ask you. Like, how do you feel about having your last two? I just looked then. Mm. You've got Augustus. Yeah. Evan's brother. And then you've got Roman. And I know how much you love his music. That's yeah. pretty it's pretty cool, bro. You've just had those two guys on. Yeah. One thing I did notice is that <laughs> is that sometimes in life you can feel something coming or you want something to manifest and then rather than just sitting still and allowing it to play out, you, well, me, I should say, mm. I go and exert my energy to bring it closer. Mm. So I can see it, I can feel it, I can embody it, but then I do what you're not supposed to do and go and grab it and pull it in. <laughs> and that's what was happening, yeah. you know. And, yeah. and then I got caught up in this, like, I was speaking to them both, and then it was like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just busy at the moment, I'm like, so then your ego is like, oh, you're probably not on the podcast, you know, blah, blah, blah. How's this going to work? Blah, blah. And then it just didn't fit. And then it was like to the point of like, am I, I had to ask myself, am I burning energy making this happen? Mm. And I was like, yes, you are. Like you're trying to get it done tomorrow. Mm. Like, oh, I'm free now. Like sort of energy. And then the second I let go of it, I just went back to my practices. And I think it's been two weeks now that I just – had that sort of feeling of like surrender of like I can't keep um I've got to go back to my practices and just come back to the beingness of who I am both messages popped up of like yeah let's do it this week I was like oh funny that it is funny that effortlessly flowed through um and felt natural you know and it felt organic and it felt nice it felt like oh wow this energy has been reciprocated so I don't know, I just feel like, as though... Like you say, though, like even though you were trying to go out and grab it, you were giving out that energy. And for them, you know, you don't know how that was received. Mm. Maybe they were like, fuck it, I love this. Mm. Even though they weren't, I don't know, mm. getting back to you straight away, still, mm. you know, that energy probably didn't go to Australia. Yeah. So... Yeah, and, um, and then it just landed perfectly. So just, yeah, I've just continued to just let go even more. Um, I felt like I was in a period there because we did a, we may as well talk about it. We did a pod and it just didn't feel right. Mm. Got it recorded. Brendan come in, did it all. And it just yeah. energetically didn't feel right. Mm. And that's okay. Mm. But even afterwards, I didn't feel right. I was like, I didn't show up. I wasn't being present. I wasn't coming from that place. All I was in a thought about was like, what clip I can get done to post and see what happens. Throws you cameras throw you like yeah like just all that stuff and it was like trying to same thing forcefully make something happen Mm. where it's like how about you just like you don't have control of it so just allow it to play out the way it's supposed to Mm. and then got some mushies off you had a crack that was nice saturday morning did a solo did a couple solos actually and they felt like natural i just let it out um decent views on them as well especially the what came through for this pod i think it was like three episodes back Mm. but it popped up and people were like yeah fuck that hit me mm. um but one of the things i got from roman's pod was who are you doing it for like and that's where i was not honoring myself of doing it for myself who are you doing the clips for other people who are you what are you trying to do what are you trying to receive from all this stuff what are you trying to post this for mm. is it for you or is it for someone else mm. or is it for just you allowing yourself to express without the attachment of something coming back. And 
I think I did a post ride and it was a couple of weeks back and this was where like a bit of a light bulb moment went off and I posted it and it went out and an hour later I went back on it and I was like, oh, if I just did that, that and that, it would it would have been like this, this and this. And I was like, oh, look at you playing this game of like, you know, and then it was like, shoulda, coulda, woulda. See me, see me, see me. Mm. Like, has anyone seen this? Mm. And then I just let it go. And then the second I surrendered to it, a day later, this girl popped up in the inbox of like, fuck, I needed that so badly. You don't understand. And it was like, see, I was delayed and she sent it out like a day or two later. It was like, so I've been really trying to come back to that of just honoring myself and doing it for myself, moving through whatever I've got to move through to ensure that I'm in the best energy possible to allow whatever to play out. There's been a lot of things in the pipelines that I've just had to surrender to because mm. it's not, things don't happen, you know. What do they say, that quote of like the thing wasn't built in a day? Rome, Rome wasn't, wasn't built in a day. Yeah. 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 So, and Patience, it, eh? Pardon? Patience. It's very, been a very patient period. Patience is hard. Fuck. How many times have you said patience to me on the phone when I've called you and just gone, bah, 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 and you're like, bro, just be a bit patient. I'm yeah. like, word of the month, last month, maybe this month too. I think it's both months. <laughs> <laughs> for you, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's for different people, I guess. You've got a lot of stuff um, in the pipeline, like you said, and it's hard when you're excited, mm. you know. Well, I think that's the thing, getting, being intentional and asking yourself, like, like, I don't get caught up in, like, well, I was getting caught up in things and forcefully trying to make things happen. But you, you got that go-getter attitude too, which, like, is a good thing to have. It's a good trait to have. Yeah. Like, partly kind of gotten you to yeah you know 100 percent. but without the attachment is if i try and go get it and it doesn't play out the way you want to you've got to accept that it's manifesting or happening however yeah, it's supposed to supposed to yeah so i think that was the difference and then i was getting caught up with like you're an idiot look at you just calling all the, like making all this shit happen yeah. really quickly you didn't think about blah, blah 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 and then i sort of went hang on a minute don't beat yourself up what was your intention was it pure yes was it for the greater good? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, now just slow down. Let things land in your lap. Like, and I don't know, let, a probably good segue into diving into it is we can order food and it could be here in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I can order clothes and it, I can order a book and I'll be at my house tonight. Yeah, bro. So like everything's so easily accessible. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to other things you want to happen, it's like you've already got this perception of how it can easily play out where it's like... I want it now. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the, the way things are at the mm. moment, eh? It's, I guess, why we reap so many rewards or feel like we do when we do the things that we don't want to do with the delay gratification. Mm. Like anyone who's been consistently at the gym for years and, you know, putting in the hard work and um, you see results, you know, that's delay gratification. Fuck, how good does it feel? It sets you up. It, it builds you as a person. Mm. Um, meditation, you know, you don't... At first, you don't want to sit there. Sometimes it's the last thing you want to do is sit there and mm. not do anything or trying to focus on your breath for 15 minutes. Like mm. It's not one of those things that you like can't wait to do until you start to feel the benefits. Mm. And they don't come until a little bit later. Mm. So it's having the ability to make yourself do these things, you're not getting anything from it straight away. Mm. Um, but I think that's the problem now. It's like so used to getting things straight away and i mean as you know too like even there's ways to get muscles quick too mm. and how many people want that mm. yeah the quick the quick way mm. but is it the efficient way yeah you know mm. i wouldn't know i haven't fucking trained in two weeks took two weeks <laughs> how off you feel good yeah i just said to myself i can't train yeah so it's funny last night i told janae like i've i started i told her i cancelled like the gym i go to the gym membership she has oh, you're not training anymore. I said, no, no, I'm still training, but just different style of training. She goes, what's that? I said, walking. <laughs> she goes, oh, is that a sport, is it? <laughs> says, when you sport, yeah. walker. Yeah. You've got multiple people on board. Yeah, but when you're doing those classes at G3, though, you're like, you're doing, you're doing the demos for all those That's what I mean. exercises, aren't you? That's How many enough. times a day are you going through that? Getting the pump. I can know. So I just said to her, I just said, my, my, new sport, my new sport's walking. You know, and she started laughing. No, I just had two weeks off. Just same thing. Just got over it. Yeah, I, I think training, trainers like, like you say, uh, you've said before about the shift in um, awareness throughout society and stuff and people. And I think maybe people are um, 
having a bit of a, a shift in like their why. Mm. It's like we're not people aren't trained. And when social media blew up, obviously you wanted to post a, a photo with mm. the, you, you know wanted to look a certain way, and I had a certain body image in mind, and you know. Um, further down the track you start to realize well no exercise is kind of to make you feel good mm. you know it's got other benefits it's men- it's a mental thing it's to make you feel good it's to release stress it's not just to pump iron and fucking yeah. get big mm. and swole yeah yeah so like I, i've had that too that transition like my trainers change heaps sometimes i'll just intuitively kind of go through some motions do whatever get moving i'll stretch do some yoga mm. just kind of whatever i'm feeling and just Breaking a sweat, get my heart rate going. Sometimes just simple stuff. Well, you're the one that I don't. I don't even know if I've told you, but you're the one that gave me that trigger to not tr- like have some time off because you go you talk talk to me about that in frequent training, mm. and then I was like, I was so engraved in being hitting certain muscle groups on certain days for the Rose last split, yeah. for the last fifteen years. So it's like engraved in my programming. So I just went, hang on, this is becoming a bit of an attachment. What well, is an attachment? How about you let go of it for a couple of weeks and then when you revisit it, maybe just have a look at it differently. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you touch on that, that infrequent training. Sometimes you need a bit of a break too. Mm. I mean, it's taxing the whole... Uh, nervous system. The that's nervous system, yeah. yeah that's Because it's me. like you go and do a heavy leg day, for example, um, and you've got doms like three, four days later. Mm. Not only do you have sore legs, but like you feel you wake up like two days later or the next day, two, three days after, depending on the session and recovery or whatever but you can wake up feeling fatigued as fuck yeah and still feeling it and then you got to go into the gym and do like a big chest or heavy back day or like whatever it may be the way you've got it split yeah um but it's not just your legs like basically what the guy was saying was um training more infrequently because if you go and hit your back hard you're not just hitting your back muscle Mm. so when you go in the next day to do another muscle group well you're not necessarily giving your back a rest Mm. i mean in chip you can do chest and back they're opposing muscles. Your, your lats are going to be used. Your central nervous system is going to get hit anyway mm. um, from the, the from the load and the repetitions and, and the exertion. So, I mean, uh, it depends because there's so much conflicting shit out there, bro. Like, I'm I'm always trying to, like, learn, but the, the more you dive in, it's like a fucking rabbit hole because you hear people like David Goggins and other people preaching there's no such thing as overtraining. Mm. Then you've got people kind of saying how important rest is and this idea of infrequent training, mm. train every two, three days, give yourself two days rest. Mm. Um, but when you go in, um, yeah, go hard. Mm. Um, give yourself the chance to rest. And, I mean, I've been doing it and, I mean, if I had a goal, I was being critical of it and I'm not where I would like to be. Mm. But I haven't seen much of a backtrack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes I'll... I'll leave as, unless I'm at G3 I always walk out and I'm like fuck that was good sometimes if I'm just at home after I finish I'm like oh fucking I kind of half ass that mm. but still yeah. I'm, I'm having rest I'm resting more I'm, I'm maybe not doing as many sets I'm not doing that I gave up the bro split ages ago bro. Yeah. Like, I just got bored with it sometimes bro, I try I'm and bored. go down yeah, hey, and I'm I just bored. like can't do it yeah. it's like I'm just like oh, I'll do a bit more like I move around I've got to get moving Um, I'm getting I'm stripping right back to basics now so yeah. like I'm I, I've, I've ventured away like as you go through shit you kind of maybe your motivation or discipline kind of lacks yeah um once you get a bit of willpower about you like you train that willpower they say it's like a muscle bro you fucking you bounce back and yeah. i'm like boxing again just moving around i've got like a heavy bag at home so i'll just do that that's like an outlet for me that's like a stress kind of gets me feeling good mentally as well mm. um bit of you know i tried to fucking beat the feet yesterday a little bit of a road run in and my God, I'm feeling feeling it today. Like so. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So like even but getting out there and, and no music and just having a bit of a run. Mm. It's fucking nice, bro. Like mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's important of, of being mindful of the variety that you can have. Because I'm very structured and routine. So that bodybuilding bro split has been engraved. So I was like, how about I just give myself two weeks off and actually miss it again? And yeah. today was like the first day I'm like, I miss training. I want to. I want to get a pump. I want to move. So, I think just having that break just has been nice. And you don't realize how attached you are to something to mm. try. Like I remember back in the day when I was, like you say, like well, I thought I was like borderline autistic or something. I had mm. to have everything a certain way. Like, oh my god, like remote. I like my remotes lined up in one line. Actually, got to the point of like not so much of that, but just like my routine, like mainly the gym. 
I was like really obsessive. I had a bad body image thing happening, and I was just oh, like, if I missed a day, like it was, you know, mm. going backward and um, um. This is good, but sometimes it's good to be able to sit in a bit of stillness. <laughs> but the training in itself, yeah, the, the d- attachment was one of my big <sighs> things. Yeah, attachment, yeah. I didn't, re- how hard is it? If someone told you to have a week off, bro, come on, bro, a week off? You serious? No yeah. How hard were the rest days? Mm, yeah. It's like, you, you can look at that two ways. It's like, yeah, cool, you've got a mad work ethic, mm. you know? Um, but at the same time, it's like, well, why can't you just sit and have a couple of days off? Why? What is that? What's up? What's in that? And I think that comes down to everything. That's like a good thing to touch on is that the attachment of anything. Like I was attached to these protein bars, random protein bars after training, after, no, after I eat my lunch, these these low carb protein bars and the shops are fully fucked there. They've gone from 12 bucks to 15 bucks to 17 bucks to $19. No, they're not 19. A pack of five, 19 bucks. I've been on these for about a year. BCS, low carb cookies and cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to the point of like yeah, I, need to, I need to have two boxes, good. the blue bars. I need to have two boxes set away and I need to be in front and I'd freak out if they weren't there. <laughs> so then that was when I went, you know what? How about I'm going to I'm gonna cut these because I can see how much I'm attached to them. And I did. And it's like, oh, you can still live without having your protein bars once a day. Because I'm not training, I thought I'd pull back a little bit. Um, but yeah, the having the break and stuff like that has been nice. I've been stretching, I've been meditating, I've been reading again. I got back into reading. Fuck, that feels so good. Yep. I had this point where I just could not pick up a book. Mm. And I finished two books in the last week and a half. It's funny you go from one end to the other where you can't put it down. Seriously. You just want to keep picking it up and reading. I was reading yeah. 4.30 this morning, the alarm went off, and straight away the girls were asleep. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to make noise because I'm like stomp. Yep. Fucking walk out and they're up. I don't know how Janae tells me they sleep till seven, but the second I'm at home, they're up at fucking four forty, and probably because I'm making some drink or opening some fridge that you know wakes everyone up. But yeah. so I just thought I'm going to go read. I went and read, and just it just brought me back to the present moment. I was dived into Gus's book and Evan's book, I pumped them out. Um, but it's nice because I think that's one thing we've got to be open to, and that's sort of the thing I touched on with Roman is stay open to life, like be open to opportunities and and coming in and and allowing things just to even if it feels different mm. even if it doesn't feel right sometimes it's good to go through some things or try some things to know you don't like it mm. but you've experienced it mm. you might go back to it or you might not or but um that's one thing i've done is gone back to reading and fuck it feels nice mm. it just the same as you said it brings you back to the present moment gets you away from your phone mm. um gets your brain going too keeps your brain healthy and imagine like in in Gus's book, he's got heaps of chapters that are like very detailed of different parts of his life, like stories. Mm. Like one night him and his mate got drunk and then they're looking for like a brothel and they end up at a strip club and then they like got rewarded ten thousand dollars and he's so detailed that I felt like I was there with him. So I was using my imagination. Yeah. Yes. Which yes. was nice because yes. and because he, he messaged me saying, How's the book? I said, Bro, I loved it because I felt like there were some stories in there that I was watching you move through. Yeah. With your mate, and you ended up here. Then you're in the limo. Then you're here. Then you're trying to get this girl into the room, and then that didn't happen. Like, and I'm like on the edge of the seat. I'm like, does he get his dick wet? <laughs> it's an escape from reality. Mm. It's another way to kind of yeah get away, but a good way, not yeah. not like on your phone and escape through the rabbit holes of social media. And yep. you know what I mean. How relaxed do you feel after you finish reading? Yeah, I I, I noticed I noticed myself meditating and then waking up out of the meditation and then reading straight away, mm. or vice versa. I read and then get like a bit tired and then meditate. I love it before bed. It's like my wind down. The reading? Yeah, I'll put my phone away and I'll just like, even if it's just a couple of pages and um, most of the time I fall asleep without even remembering and I wake up and I've lost my page. And then you haven't, you've been reading the same book for the last three months. You've <laughs> I've got, been reading got, the same page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've read this bit, but all right. I'm going to read it again. <laughs> yeah. hey, Sonny Bill's book. Actually. Oh, yeah? Started yeah, reading. nice. It's all right. Shout out SBW. How you been? Good, man. 20 minutes Good. in. Actually, yeah, no, like I've, I've fucking... I've knocked it back a gear. I've, I've yeah, I've, I think I've leveled up. I've leveled up. Like I've I've uh, got some grunt about me again. I was in a bit of a weird kind of. I was kind of stuck. I felt like I was stuck running around in circles a little bit. I kept telling myself, it's it's it's, it's all around the, this one thing that I had that I really struggled with for years and years and years, and um, smacked me in the face like how bad it was, and, and I needed to. 
get me ducks in the line and just, yeah, pull my finger out and fucking kick it, stop it. I knew how bad it was and, yeah, I finally, um, well. No. Optimistically, yeah, 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 yeah I'm no. doing good. I'm doing a lot better than I've done in the past. It's actually like the, the longest I've been um, so far. So mm. I'm feeling good about it. Um, but then at the same time, there's there's challenges in of it like as well. Yeah. Um, in and around that. So like I'm kind of just, yeah, going with the flow, but I'm, I'm you know, sometimes it's like up and down, up and down. Mm. Um, just finding out ways to like deal with it. And my faith is actually like, I suppose it's like a newfound. Um, we used to sit and talk about like the universe, and I was so reluctant to put a name. Like I'd, I was happy saying the universe has put this in my put this person in my life, and yeah, you know, put me in this situation to to learn. And you know, I might not see the benefit now, but later on the track, like I just got to trust in the universe and the greater good. But I was so reluctant to say God or anything. But like I think, yeah, uh, based on having some people close to me every day and learning more about certain things, I think I'm, it's just, yeah, it's, my faith is definitely stronger than it's ever been and um, that's kind of given me the strength to kick this habit, mm. I think. I love that you brought up God because I've been saying that so much more than the universe lately. Yeah. Literally, I've been saying like open, I've said it like I do a prayer before I go to bed, like, dear God, please look over my family and friends, yeah. keep them happy and healthy. No, dear God, please let me have a good sleep and have no bad dreams. Please look over my family and friends and keep them happy and healthy. Mm. And I've been saying that since I was 12, mm. like literally 10, 12. It's just yeah. this one thing. And then I've been adding, please open the doors that are meant for me and close the doors that are meant for me. Yeah. And the closer you feel to God, the more relaxed you are and at peace with whatever's happening in your life. Yeah. And, you know, bro, it was only uh, the origin night where we didn't even last the origin <laughs> and we're in the car going to 7-Eleven and you started talking to me about this stuff and then you straight away, you know, the thought of like fuck here i am rambling goes on and then you're mm. like bro tell me if i'm like talking about this too much i said bro i need to hear this since that point i've been researching and well not researching but feeling more things which is actually exactly what it is but it's so funny that you don't want to say the word god because straight away you don't want to be like oh he's a mm. he's a bible beater mm. he's a he's a um what are they called um jehovah or well, not jehovah Witness, like the, the born again christian yeah, trying and, to shove it down the throat type yeah, stuff, yeah but that's the thing it's not for me, I'm not going to go to those hillside things and put my hand up and be like, like mm. Jesus, come down and no, save me, like, no, no. which is completely fine yeah. that people do that. I, I can feel why they would do that. Mm. You don't need to be that. It's just so stereotyped. It's a personal thing. And mm. I, I think some in some sects of religion, um, there's, there's different, you know, there's so much out there... Um, and I guess whatever resonates with you um, resonates for a reason. Um, they kind of say, like, you didn't find it, it finds you. And mm. I guess in yeah, that's kind of how it's panned out. But um, it's a, the, the, the particular, like, I work with a Muslim and I'm, I'm resonating strongly with Islam and stuff and, and purely because it's such an individualised faith. Mm. You don't have to go and praise a certain person or a statue or, like, you don't relate it to anything like that. It is just... Just you. Just you and God. Mm. And, like, no one else... Don't worry about what other people think. And it's just... You just got to worry about your relationship with God. Mm. That's it. That's it. And he's he sees all. He knows your intentions behind things, you know. Mm. Um, whether you have a good heart, you know, and that's the, the big thing. It's just going into things with good intentions. Um, and the whole thing their belief as well is like God loves repentance. Like mm. Even if you do fuck up, mm. as long as you know you fucked up and you try really hard to repent mm. and, you know, I'm not going to do that again. Yep. And, you know, like kind of ask for forgiveness or ask him to give you the strength to, to be strong enough to overcome it next time and mm. all those things, right? So it's just this constant uplifting mm. kind of belief system and it's just like the more you know, the more it's, hard, it's, it's harder to deny it. It's funny because, like, if anyone knows me, I feel weird kind of talking about it. I'm glad you are because I was but, waiting for you to bring it up. Otherwise, I would have. Well, if anyone knows me, I mean, you'd know, like, how I wasn't against it. But, like, just for so long, it was never really my cup of tea. And no, even now, I, I feel a bit strange talking about it on a potty because I don't want people to be like, oh, here we go, religious uh -huh. guy. Oh, he, you know, they're going to start preaching this, this, that. Yeah, but, but those are the preachers. They're going to be preaching anything. And I don't even think they're going to – if they're going to be listening, it's it's – 
it is what it is. Like put yeah. your put your energy where you want to put your energy. Mm. You worry about what we're doing, and we'll worry about what we're doing. But mm. look, spirit, the universe, God, and it's funny because I'd always say that. Like I'd just roundabout say it. Mm. I'd say, oh, you know, the universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, what <laughs> makes you what makes you say that? Mm. But even me personally, I was scrolling back on Gus's and Evans' pods like way back, just after COVID. And because them two drop like me and you, like it's beautiful having people on, don't get me wrong, but there's a part of me that they don't know what I'm like, so I can't really drop mm. to the way that I drop with you. And so I've been going back to Eben and Gus's podcast as brothers that just talk about God and God is with you, you are God, God is everything. You know, we all we all are aligned with it. And there's things that we do in our life to get us further away. Yeah. And there's things in our life that we do to bring us closer. Now, you pick and choose and, you know, and I think it come down to like two weeks ago was a realisation of like the action I take and the decisions I make in this moment can get me closer to that feeling of God. Yep. So do I want to rub one out or not? Mm. You know what's going to get you closer, you know what's not. Yep. You're going to sit on your phone or you're going to meditate. And I think having something higher that you believe in gives you that opportunity to look at what you're going to choose because we all have an opportunity to make decisions. You know, people complain and play victim, but you chose to be that person. You chose to sign that deal. You stuck, you don't, no one forcefully did it. So don't blame people fucking sit in it. So for me, now that it's coming more God-like, I'm like, okay, cool. Universe, God, spirit, you know, whatever you want to call it. There we go again. Funny I said that. But, now I go now I go to make a decision. Like yesterday, we're on the phone and we're talking about some stuff and I'm like, oh, I could easily go home and rub one out. Mm. Like Janae's kids at school, Janae's out, I've got two hours and I've been off the bandwagon for two weeks with you. And straight away I was like, what's more? And I was on the phone to you, so I openly expressed it, which was nice. Mm. But even if I wasn't, now that I'm staying as close as I can mm. to that faith, mm. then I ask myself, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to rub one out? And because you know, if you rub one out, you can. Because I always cover it up with something. So, like, I'll rub one out, then have a coffee, or go for a walk, or try and meditate. Oh, you're trying to cover up the bad day with yeah, a good deed. Yeah. So if I run away, I'll run. I'll run back. But when you run back, you got a bit of a sore ankle, and it doesn't feel right. <laughs> so it's like filtered. It's like this filtered day. It's like, yeah, I had a really good day, but this little part inside of you, deep down, your fucking soul goes, no, you didn't, yeah. you little grub. Yeah. You want to your own word. Exactly. And you did something that moved you away from it. Mm. Now, and then the next day it sort of resets. But, you know, we, because we, we're on the path, we can feel how deep things feel now mm. rather than just brushing it. Everyone numbs himself and is dived into the matrix and the programming. But back to what I was saying is that it was such a beautiful thing now that when I go to make a decision, it's either do I want to stay close or do I want to go away? Yeah. So nice. then it's yeah. beautiful, bro. And it's fucking so nice. And that's what's really given me the uh, kick up the bum is like, well, God's watching. Who knows? Who knows? Mm. You know, you've got all, you say all these things to you, you have this self-talk, this dialogue constantly. And I mean, you just said, it's like, you can be the victim. You've got a choice. You to be the victim or you can sit in it and, and realize that you've got 100% control for the most part of the decisions that you make day in, day out. You make thousands of little decisions every day that get you to where you are. And those decisions have an intent behind them. Mm. Whether you know, you know, like you say, people are stuck in programming. And, mm. you know, we've got a lot of it now where people will just go th- through the day so unconsciously, not thinking twice. Mm. No, no, oh, like I've, oh, I'm a bit hung up about that. Like the awareness isn't there. Mm. When the awareness is there, you, you know, like you can tell quite clearly whether something's bad for you or something's good, yeah. you know, you, you know, know if it's going to align with your your you know, belief where, system. Yeah, you, where you want to be, if that's going to make you a better man. So, like right now, like I've really come to terms. I have a conversation with someone the other day, and this is bringing it back to basics. What we've spoken about time after time again is just getting out of your own way, being honest, and approaching every situation and every person with honesty. Because you want it in return and, and sometimes being vulnerable and being that first person to go out on a limb and be vulnerable and open up in order gets them to open up. And, mm. you know, I had a discussion the other day with someone and I was 100% honest about a certain situation in my life that I'd already deep down, like I'd already, I already know, you know, a lot of, a lot of things that have happened, um, a lot of people that have hurt 
is in is 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 a result of things in my life that I refuse to um, admit, accept, see, um, and I was stuck in a cycle of shame, mm. like a shame cycle, mm. and I just kept going and going and, and to, to make yourself feel better again because you feel so fucking shit about yourself and you. I had this like self-loathing, shame, guilt, this thing wrapped up for years, man, for years. And um, porn was the coping mechanism. Mm. It would numb me. That was the only thing that would numb me and get me away from a lot of these feelings. Mm. Um, it was either that or I was acting out mm. with anger and, and drinking and, and drugs and, you know, it was going one way or the other. I was going to either implode or fucking explode and everyone around me was going to cop it. Mm. So, yeah, it took me... Until, you know, something really bad to happen and for me to get really, really stuck down in, bogged down in like, what have I fucking done? And look at me now, you know, like, look at how I feel now and you've got no one else to blame but you. Mm. And it's still taking me this long to finally, well, you know what, like, I'm I'm so grateful that I'm even here now mm. to to say, like, I've made progress. Fucking oath, yeah. You know? So, um. Like you can beat yourself up all you want, but we're all human. Yeah, you know, bro. Like it's it's all a learning, it's all a journey, it's all a learning game. And um, all you, the, the 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 one thing is that you learn from it. Mm. Don't repeat it. Yep. And um, yeah, that I needed a bit of a kick up the bum and a realization to be like, no, man, like you need a fucking. This is no good for you. And for some people, it might not be a problem, but for me, it was. And yeah, I was com- like, oh, man, like I was so dependent on porn, like all the time. And it was fucking, it was like this weird fake relationship I had. Mm. But it was just all bullshit. And the more and more I learn about all the fucking, all the stuff behind it and how it affects these young males. It was like, when I think back, like I was exposed so young, mm. so young on a computer when I, I couldn't, maybe eight. It was on a, it was, I'm not going to say, but um, yeah, I was exposed so young. And from that point, it was kind of like this, ooh. And then it was so accessible from a young age, um, and then all of a sudden we're the generation, we're the young men, we're the young boys growing up with porn in our pockets. Mm. And, and our no parents idea. didn't know how to have the conversation with us as to what was going on. Ah, you know? Ah. And it's like, it, only now, this is like the first time ever since it's been around that we're now seeing the effects because we've had genera- a generation grow up with it yep. to get to a point of where... They should be here and these relationships are being ruined and people are addicted and people are having all these other problems that come from it. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so anyway, Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm fucking... You, it's fucking gone. See you later. You. I'm so proud Fuck of all you. that out of my life. I'm cleaning up my act and, you know, I've been trying, I've been trying and trying for fucking ages, man, and uh, I turned a bit of a blind eye. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be 100% accountable because that's all you can do is be fucking 100% brutally accountable of yourself and your own actions to the point where, like, I'll be my own judge, jury, yeah. prosecutor. Yeah. Like, no and I'm not going to pull the punches. Like, I'm going to fucking tell myself exactly how it is. And I know that. And I always have. But for whatever reason, I wasn't doing it for a long time. Mm. Um, and I think I felt bad about it. And I continued to cover it up with a certain little thing yeah. that was making me feel mm. instant gratification and making me feel good for a little bit. And then I'd go back into feeling like shit. So, and fucking hell, man, I can feel the difference. Like, energy, motivation. You look um, clean. I, I, can, just, like I can feel it. Just sitting there, I'm just immersed in listening to you speak. Yeah, no, I just, I feel I feel good, man. I feel very good and I feel like, like I'm, I'm looking forward to what life is like. I was listening to a guy talk yesterday and he said this thing. He's like, um, stoicism. I started looking into stoicism. It's like a philosophy. Yeah. The ancient Greeks and stuff used to kind of use and... One of them is like meditating on your own death mm. and um, bringing that to the forefront of your mind. Like, all right, if you were to die, if this was your last day on earth today, mm. like, do you really want to be spending it watching porn mm. and watching someone? Like, when you think about it and you really break it down, it's like, what are you watching? It's fucked up. I told we've I'd, grown up with it, but. I literally said to Janae last night, and she's like, I said to Janae, I'll watch some, some other guy fuck a chick. Yeah, and she's like, we keep talking yeah. about this subject, but uh, to be nah. honest with you, like, I've got this like newfound like, I've, I've there's this page if anyone's listening and if this is hitting, like, it's called fight the new drug, mm. and uh, it is like it, it affects your brain exactly like a drug does, and um, 
all the stuff is only really starting to come out now, like I said, we're the first generation to really kind of grow up with it. Um, and I'm not even 30 yet. And uh, it was a problem for me. And, and people have struggled, suicidal. Like, people have like gotten really bad. And I listen to stories. I immerse myself in all this stuff when, I, when I'm really, like, passionate mm. about, like, mm. wanted to get rid of it. Um, I think I needed, like, a bit of extra. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and there was this guy talking. And what he does is go around and educates parents, teenagers' parents, on how to keep their kids safe from it and have the conversations around it so they know. Yeah. Because <coughs> we've got daughters. This is one of my... This is the biggest driving force behind it, I think, is that I know one day we're bringing up little girls to go into a world full of, well, what kind of men? Mm. I don't know. I mean, you look around the world now and there's a lot of, a lot, a lot of shit going on and it's like, are you confident there's going to be like strong, healthy males and good role models for these younger boys and like porn and all this stuff now is like, how are they going to look when We've got little girls going to school with these boys, and it's like mm. so. All you can really do is educate the boys as much as you can, mm. as well, and have these conversations around all this fucking porn and all that yeah. else that they're doing mm. that they don't think is wrong or bad for them. But mm. yeah, fuck, I'm proud of you, bro. I love yeah, no, it. I feel good. I love this because even the I just wanted to touch back on it. Come through when you're talking is the whole relationship with yourself is the most important thing. Mm. I'll be honest. The last three weeks, because we didn't do a pod together, I wasn't in a good relationship with myself. I would have come on and judged myself and criticised even before we even pressed play, you know. And being in judgment with yourself is the actually the only judgment that you are. Like, you say that you're scared about what other people think, but it's funny when people can think things and say it, but if depending on in depending on the relationship you have with yourself is whether or not you take it on or not. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when there's been times when people have said shit to you and you're looking like... Shut the fuck up. I don't care. Water off a dog's back. But if they said it two weeks before and you're in an insecure state, it's like, oh, fuck, that got me. Where it's like, it's nothing different as to what they said. It's the way that you perceived it. So yeah. I feel as though these disciplines, these practices, this relationship with yourself, this relationship with God, this feeling that you can have from the actions you take and the disciplines you have is just like brick by brick, day by day. You just keep building this brick up and this big wall around you and you can just stand above the wall and openly express and just be you without these fucking people trying to grab and claw and chop you at your knees, you know what I mean? It's And when you're in a place of non ju- not judging yourself, you're not caught up in the mind, you're just in your body. You're just moving through the day. You just, But it's the critical mind based off the actions that we take, which f- push us further away from God mm. and the relationship with ourselves, like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. <clears throat> now look at you trying to cover it up or mm. you're putting yourself down that rabbit hole again. <clears throat> and it's all phases and it's all learning. But the reason that you feel so good at the moment is because you have a healthy relationship with yourself, mm. which in turn is based off the actions you're taking mm. and the disciplines and the practices you're putting in which in turn, again, keeps you closer to the faith. And that's why I ask myself when decisions come up, the ego will creep in, oh, go rub one out or do this or whatever, whatever it is. <coughs> My mind's mainly that. Yeah. But, or like, it's like sit on your phone or read. Mm. What do you want to do? Yeah. Do you want to sit on your phone? Because yeah. you know that's going to get you further away. You guarantee you're going to see something on there that's going to subconsciously trigger you. Yeah, and that's how I've had to put Instagram. <laughs> There's a lot of things in and around when you're trying to get rid of an addiction. The triggers, trying to figure out triggers and stuff. Mm. And because, yeah, like it, for me, scrolling Instagram, like depending <laughs> on my algorithm, because you've got the ability to build your algorithm up to show you shit that's useful or show you shit that, you know. So, so that, that for me, <laughs> I had to, I'm not scrolling Instagram as much anymore because I, you know, I yep. know that that could lead, that it could start there. Yep. And then that could spiral down into something else. Mm. So, um, to be honest with you, I don't think, like, I think it goes hand in hand. My faith being so strong right now, um, I just, like you said, I think you touched on it earlier, like, you do what you can do, but the rest of it's up to God. The war, how easy Leave is it, it then? With, you know? Yeah, that's easy. Like, then. I don't want to stress about anything else. I want to be the best person I can be now, mm. know that I'm true to myself, I've got a good heart, I've got good intentions, mm. um, I'm trying every, like, you, you're striving to be a better person. Mm. That's all you can do. The rest is up to God. And God willing, he's going to bless you because you've got to be grateful for what you've got before you know you expect anything more mm. so like you've got to you've got to ex- you've got to give thanks for what you've got now before and then he will continue blessing you with more and more and more mm. and um 
getting rid of it, it's brought up other emotions and shit because, like I said, it was a, it was a, I was dealing with things I didn't know how to deal with, so I was turning to that to cope. Yeah. So now I'm I've not got that outlet. I have to now kind of rewire my brain mm. with other healthy habits. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I didn't have healthy habits, but there would be certain times of the day or like if something happened and. You know, I was looking for a bit of an escape. and um, But now, because I don't have that, I have to sit in those feelings. Yeah. And that's a, that's a little bit of a hurdle. Well, that's why people don't want to do these. That's why people don't want to kick certain <laughs> things because they don't want to face the music. So, I've you know, yeah. like the last couple of weeks, you know, not doing potties and stuff. I've just been like kind of up and down, up and down each day. Like, so I'm fucking good. Other days, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not answering the phone. Like, mm. kind of, you know. And, that's, and that, do you know what it was? It was the actions that you were taking... And not being disciplined that put you in those those head noise patterns. Yes, head it's noise. always us. Yeah. It's don't like that's the thing. It's not the external world, but we're going to blame the external world when we're in it. Yeah. But really, it's funny how it's very. Um, I'm not going to say simple because things always do arise, but it's actually not that complicated if you really think about it. And you, because that's the thing. How's the head noise been lately? Fucking good, but like because you because you're in a good relationship with yourself. That's right, yeah. And I'm taking action too. You know, I'm not just sitting and and hoping. And I'm I'm getting I'm getting busy. I'm keeping myself busy as well. Yeah, because that's you know a big thing. And I'm mm. fucking training. I'm getting on with it. I'm not you know. But busy, cool. but but busy, not in a distractful way. Mm. Like the things that you're being busy with complement the beingness version of ourselves. That's what I mean. The beingness and the doingness needs to coincide with each other. Like you can't just be and hope and meditate on a rock and hope the universe will bring you everything that you want. Mm. But you can't just do heaps of shit and not stick to your practices and think that if you just do all this stuff, you're going to get all this stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Take some shrooms and just hope, you know. <laughs> I felt... I felt that was me on Sunday. Because well, I still microdose every couple of days and that's yeah. supposed to have some good effects on your brain and, mm. and help, you know... Um, regenerate certain neural pathways and stuff in your brain as well there's mm. a lot of yeah studies around that but um the other day i <laughs> on a sunday i think i messaged you i was hoping you were gonna say yeah i was hoping you're gonna be down for i needed to get out and kick the ball around because i was like yeah, yeah but i would have kicked the ball and you'll be running the <laughs> other way <laughs> little voice in my head going yeah have a bit more mate have hey. a bit more you've got a day off to yourself just treat yourself and then i end up fucking Oh, head noise just dry humping the TV. Oh. Well, imagine I rocked up to Jamison Park and I kick you the footy and you run butt naked the other way. <laughs> Josh, oh yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, but that happens. Like you know, the, the the gram I had the other week was nice. It was like gram mushrooms. It was nice. It was sitting yeah. here. Just, but it is. It's it's um intention as well. Like yeah. how beautiful is it that you can naturally drop into this feeling now? Like yeah. the the mushrooms are exactly go in the list of tools. Mm. It's like you know, what are your non-negotiables? So I've had to create a non-negotiable list of like, I need to meditate. I need to, like, I need to meditate every day. But when I say I need to, it's okay if things happen and I don't. And it's okay if I try and meditate and it doesn't work. Like, I don't get the feeling that I usually get. Like, it's, I I need to do it, but it's okay if it doesn't work. But as long as I've put in the energy to try and make it work, then that's enough. I'm just being intentional. Um, I need to be smart on my phone and I need to cut porn. Those are the things that is as long as I can be very honest and, and disciplined with those things, I'm good. Mm. Like shit happens and I'm like last two weeks things have happened and I'm just moving through the day and I just get to the night and I'm like, Wow, that's a beautiful day and just present with whatever's happening in the moment, you know, and yeah. you've got to find what those um non negotiables are for you. Mm. you Getting into the body helps, eh? Yeah, like navigating those weird emotions and fucking little roadblocks and stuff. Or when you, yeah, I guess head noise is <laughs> that's the term, eh? Because yeah, that's kind of when you describe, say, like anxiety. Um, you're living in, you're trying to preempt stuff. You're trying to preempt what people think, um, or you haven't got a reply, or like there's a certain situation that you're just a little bit insecure about, and you're creating all this fucking shit that probably isn't even there. The other person has no idea. The other person might not be thinking this of you or like whatever, but you're wasting all that energy on it. And I used to just sit and think and think and, and you know, and it'd get so bad sometimes. But now um, I get into my body mm. and I'll just fucking start training, start moving, start, you know, and just, and automatically, as soon as I start to get the body active, mm. the mind becomes less active. Yeah. And then I'm back. Ah, nice. I'm back. Mm. Cool. 
and then I can kind of almost see it from a different perspective too. Mm. You know, yeah. um, holding myself tense, all these little areas that I'm like got tension in that. I'm just like shaking it all out, getting fucking loosey goosey. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like you know, and then all of a sudden the stress kind of starts to melt away. So. Mm. And it helps when you're in that best relationship with yourself. Well, that as that's the thing. Sometimes you know you're gonna have days you're gonna be very close to that feeling of like, you know, peace. Mm. Call it. And there's gonna be days that you're just happy, and then like, but and there's gonna be days that you're gonna be sad. There's gonna be yeah. days you're gonna be angry, and whatever. Yeah. And then it's but it's it, when you can come to that faith and acceptance, and you stick to your practices, and you're disciplined, and you you're doing the best you can. When you know you're doing the best you can, whatever emotion comes up, it's actually okay. Yeah. Like I noticed that. Like it's okay that you feel a little bit rattled this morning or it's okay you got a bit of anxiety this Arvo or it's okay that you feel a bit tapped out. Whatever. It's okay because I'm doing my best because I know I'm sticking to the practices that keep me aligned with my true self. Yeah. You know, so. But you've just got to find out what they they are. But um, yeah, bro, I'm proud of you. Like because we've – We've had a we've we've both moved through a transitional period, and I'm glad that we had the awareness to know that we're not going to force anything. Mm. You know, there was that week there where they were going to do a pod, and it was like, nah, it doesn't feel right. And it was nice that we're moving off how we feel because how beautiful is this? I feel fucking great. Yeah, it's good to have that uh, acceptance reciprocated too. Mm. You know, I don't know. Some people can maybe make you feel a little bit mm. about it. You know, you, you make plans and you pull out, mm. oh, and they make you feel a little bit bad mm. about it. Mm. You know, it's nice to be able to just go. Oh, look, Mm. But when you're in that no relationship judgment. with yourself, you actually don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. no no disrespect, but you don't really care. You're just like, I just don't feel it. Mm. And that's okay. Yeah. We're aligning with people that understand this stuff anyways. Mm. Like, it's okay, whatever whatever it is, you know. I did a pod with Gus and halfway through it cut out. Mm. And I had to, like, reload it. And straight away, like, all these thoughts of, like, fuck, an idiot and blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, relax, he understands. And then I reconnect and he goes, that's cool, man. <laughs> That's no worries at all. Let's keep going. It is what it is. Even if we don't fucking record the part. And I was just like, how beautiful is that? That he doesn't even care. If this is just a conversation, then so be it. What a mad name. Augustus. Augustus. Fucking sick name. Yeah. I feel like we've both um, moved through a process to get us higher. Look, bro, this this life's a test. This is like another thing of... of, of, It's a perspective shift. Mm. Um, I... It's easy to really get yourself caught up in asking, like, why did this fucking happen? Why did this happen? And, and oh, why do I feel so angry? But it's like, when you start looking at life as, like, a test and you've got, like, a higher purpose. Mm. So, like, in particular, like, the certain religion I look at and a lot of people that, you know, I've, I've idolised over the years, um, this, their particular belief is that everything that you do in this life adds up for you to li- to go and live in the afterlife, the hereafter, like the next, the eternity, right? And for me, why that hit home was that when I had those mushroom experiences, it opened my eyes to something that the unseen. Mm. I remember thinking, fuck, there is... You know, some people might turn around and say, "Oh, it's a drug. It's a hallucinogen." Nah, of course, yeah. you know that's. I felt it through the ayahuasca. When you have those experiences, those missed, those spiritual Mystical. experiences, they are real because you experience them. You feel everything, mm. right? So, like, how can someone say no? That how can someone be so quick to write that off? Mm. And I mean, if if no one's experienced, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to hold their opinion very highly anyway. But for me, I knew, I know now that there is so much more than meets the eye. And for me, wherever that where that took me, it kind of gave me a little bit of hope. Like you know, maybe if we die, and this is kind of like the um, I don't know the place that you venture off to, where your soul kind of lands. Like how beautiful, you know. Yeah. And their and their belief system is that this is a test. Something bad is happening to you. Well, God's testing you right now, mm. like, and He's only going to test those He loves. You mm. know. Um, he's not going to test you. He's not going to put more burden burden you with anything more that you can handle. And mm. how you handle it, how you re- respond to it, and just continue having faith. Continue being, you know, like this is going to work out for me. Yeah, I might, I don't know, not what, I don't know how it's going to, how it's going to look in the next. It might last another year, whatever. But you'll get, it'll get there. And for me, that was like a big kind of shift for me. Like I could go down and oh, fuck it. 
fuck it, whatever, throw my hands up. And that's what I used to do. I used to just go, fuck this, whatever. And I used to just fucking go and binge on, on drinking and going out and doing whatever. And, and kind of was like write myself off, like self-sabotage. And But now it's like, nah, nah, this is, this is all a test. Like I need to continue being a good person, um, a good dad, um, try and nourish the relationships around me and um, do better, you know. Um, so... I keep looking at every situation now as a test. Yeah. And I look up and I say, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Give me another opportunity to grow. Yeah. Because that's the thing. When you get caught up in the who, what, where, when, how, that's all head. Mm. It's all head noise. Mm. You know what I mean? It's all, how's it going to work? Who's it going to work with? What's it going to be? Why is it going to be like that? When can it be like that? Could it be like that? Should it be like that? When is it going to be like that? It's mm. like all of that, you don't need to put energy there when you hand it over to the big man. Like, so you know, the, the quote of like, the universe never gives you anything you can't handle and always gives you what you deserve. Yep. You just stay in between that. Yep. Always gives you what you deserve. So based off the practices and the disciplines that you act out in this world yep. will put you into a category of deservingness, which in turn gives you gratitude for even having food in your fucking fridge and a clothes and, and a shelter. Yep. Um, but then when tests come and you're flipped on the other side and you're like, fuck, why is this happening to me? And you fall into that victim mentality. It's like... I can handle this because look at the formula. You've always been given what you deserve and you've you've never given anything you can't handle because you've handled everything so far. So what's what what's new? Like the formula has always been situated, but it's when you're caught in it is when you can get caught up in it and that's when it creates head noise. But it's like the universe never gives you, it never gives you anything you can't control. I can't handle, sorry. Because you've handled everything so far. <laughs> so remember that when things come. You know, and oh wow, look at this. How's this making me feel? Hmm. Mm, it's really making me fucking angry. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. What am I gonna do about it? Am I gonna call someone and vent? Or am I gonna write a text? Am I gonna numb myself or am I just gonna sit in it? Like what can I do to make this just a little bit better? Pop it in the chin, look up and go, Thank you. Exactly. Alhamdulillah. You know? Um <laughs> one of my big things now, like the the biggest my Amelia is like my biggest lesson consistently um now obviously the dynamics change for like you know almost a year now it's i'm um being a dad on my own when i've when i'm when i've got her mm-hmm. and um i'm like always bro like always like i'm still really trying to navigate how to deal with her big emotions because mm-hmm. when they get to that age that they're, they're experiencing big emotions too mm-hmm. and sometimes they just so i find myself going like this isn't going to end is it mm-hmm. i can't say anything right Nothing's I can't touch work. her. I can't like comfort her. Like, what, how do I how do I handle this situation? And um, I remember seeing something about when they the, the, the biggest thing is like realizing that they're experiencing the big emotions and they're going to reflect how you respond. So as long as you're calm and you bring it down to their level, and mm. you know, um, it's also teaching me more about me and how to handle my emotions. Because mm. like sometimes I'd see her kicking off, and like she it would get to this point where like. I was almost like grabbing my head going, fuck, yeah. what am I doing? Like frustration, you know, like how do I deal with this? Yeah. Um, and then realising like, well, this is, she's bringing out think my emotions. She's bringing out shit in me mm. that I need to learn how to control yeah. as well, which is like a crazy thing. Mm. So, yeah. I love that because that's 100% me with the girls as well. They're like the biggest test. Oh. You know, and you don't know what you're going to get. It's like a box of surprises. Like <laughs> I get home and I'm like, I can sort of judge it when I get out of the car. I can hear how the dynamic is in there. I can feel <laughs> the... Or I just get a text from Janae saying, don't come home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. But uh, yeah, you're right, man. And and yeah, this has been... It's been a good conversation. Yeah. It's really nice. And like, I've, I don't know what the fuck we spoke about. We've yeah, been going no. for an hour. I needed it. But yeah, no, I think openly expressing... You know, and going off feeling like who knows next week we might not feel like doing one, but we might. You know, and it's about knowing that whatever comes through is exactly what's supposed to come through without resistance. Because that's the thing I've learned is like I think about my growth, and I, I hear these people that have been on the journey for ten years, fifteen years, and whatever, and I'm like, fuck, that's amazing. And then for me, I'm like, when things arrive, and I hold on to them for thirty minutes now. Where before it would have been three weeks. I'm like, wow, like, well done, bro. Like, you're doing, you're doing, they see you. He he sees you. He's seeing what you're doing, you yeah. know, and it's like, can you just leave it? Can you let me control it? Because that's where my biggest thing is. I get caught in controlling 
wanting things to happen this way and this is how it's going to play out and you know even stuff with us I'm like it's going to be like this I'm going to do this it's like just bring it back let it come you know and I think that's the most important thing and a lesson for me is just allowing things just to land effortlessly you know and and be in the unknown of of what it is because I think that was a part of it I, I don't like I don't think anyone likes the unknown it's a bit scary you know and so that's where I was like well if I just plan it out then it will just play out like that but then the resistance comes when it doesn't play out like that. I'm like, what the fuck? You're supposed to play out like this. It's like, well, isn't this a lesson in itself to just let it play out the way it's supposed to? I've seen a cool little post the other day. It was like, um, God ruined your plan because your plan was about to ruin you. you yeah, know? wow. You know? Yeah. I love that. Sometimes you just, you know, in your head you think, this is exactly what I need and want. And then it doesn't happen. You're like, oh. Mm. But what do we really need but? Food, yeah. water, shelter, m- money, like, as in like to pay bills. But fuck, what else yeah. do you actually need? Well, this really? Is, it's kind of... How long are we in? It doesn't matter, bro. Six, all right. Timeless, bro. It's kind of like the problem, right? What do you need? It's like in this modern world, we don't... We really don't have... If you're, if you're like lucky enough to have a house, to be able to put food on your table, and you're not... You, You've got enough money to get by and, you know, most of us are blessed enough and lucky enough to, to be able to say yes, we, we have that. But we really don't have any other problems. And when you look at humans and our ancestors, they always had, you know, like the hunter-gatherers, they had to fucking hunt for it. Like if, if they made a mistake, they were going to die. It was like life or death. Mm-hmm. Whereas now we've just got food, Uber Eats, this, that, like we're living so easily mm-hmm. and so comfortably our minds start to just create problems. Oh, it softens up. Yeah. And so we've just really got no... And we go out and we create our own fucking problems. Yeah, hundred, oh. Like, that's basically what we've been that's, doing. That, that's the... Yeah, we create our you own know? problems. Do you think that, you know, you go to one of those third world countries and they're struggling for food and making food and you think you go there and they give a fuck what gender you are or like what? Mm. It's like, no, nah, man, like, we need to eat. I can, they're not worried about anything else. They're not creating all these other stupid little melodramas and whatever. Yeah, like, do they have 5G? I don't know. Because <laughs> I like, need to connect my phone and check, just, my, check my WhatsApp. We've got it too good, to be yeah. honest, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, we And do. we are truly blessed, man. Like, we are so lucky. Well, there's two ways to so take lucky. There's two ways to take the way that we live, with gratitude or the wanting and feeling as though we need more. Yeah. Where it's like, if you can stay in that nice acceptance and gratitude of like, like, I opened the fridge, like, I'm pretty sure it was last night, and I just had this emotion of gratitude of like, Fuck, the fridge is stacked up. Nah. Like, how beautiful is that? Mm. Like, we're good, you know? Hang on. Is there a custard tart in there? I don't leave the tart. I don't take the tarts home. Oh. I just accidentally throw the container in the bin and then Janae sees the container <laughs> in the bin. <laughs> and I blame it on the kids. Yeah, you demolish it in the car. Yeah. yeah. And I like, get all the crumbs on me, but then I get the crumbs <laughs> out of the car because got you got to get rid of the evidence, man. <laughs> I had a pack of Oreos the other night in my pocket and I just pulled one out at a time and Eden looked at me across the room going, what are you eating? What are you in your pocket? <laughs> and I started chewing. I put the pillow over my mouth and she's looking at me going, she could smell it. Oh, and I'm like, oh, she knows. She knows the universe is working through her. Yeah. She knows that it's a Tuesday night and you're eating a pack of Oreos. Oh, but yeah, bro. It, um, yeah, we are so lucky, man. We are. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. Like When you don't have that gratitude, all you've got is like, Problems, problems yeah. that seem like so big and so major. Um, so I've been, I've been very, I've been doing a lot of conscious breathing. I haven't really got into breath work. I don't know, it just Me hasn't either. pulled. Yeah, mm. but but I consciously breathe. So every time I go out in fresh air, I'm like. <sighs> so I've been doing that in the mornings when I walk out. And it's real crispy. I just like before I go for my walk, like the sport I do now. So I just walk out. I take a big deep breath. <sighs> And I'm just like that alone is just sending gratitude of like, how fucking good is it that I'm here again today? Mm. What do you want to do? Like, let's all let's, the shit. Let's go have some fun. Yeah. Let's go play around. Yeah. You know, and let's go and walk hard. Let's go hit the sport. I can get the hips into it. You know, yeah. like power walking. I, I, can I get, I've been getting real tight hip flexes because I've been walking heaps. Oh. Yeah. So, but you know, it's a sport. You got to handle it. Training now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll get back into training next week. But um, fuck, bro, beautiful chat. Anything else you want to throw in there? Uh, no, if if I had to wrap this conversation up, is and for people to take something away from it, 
is really start to look at where you feel as though you could feel better mm. in your day to day, whether it's, you know, it's, it's actually always ourself, but look at the relationship you have with yourself mm. and work out what parts you don't like about it. Then work out the actions that you're taking to either get you closer to it or further away from it. Be ruthless too. Be honest and ruthless about it. You have to be, man. Yeah. You have to be. Like yeah. me with my phone. Like I was on my phone for like five hours this morning. Straight. Yeah. Just, I'd, and it was intentional. I had to shoot off messages, emails, set up posts, heaps of the business shit. And then I went, I feel so fucking numb right now. I've got a pod with Josh. I've got to go to the gym, set up, and I'm going for a walk. Because mm. I can't, I'm not operating the way I like to at the moment. I'm being honest with myself. So then I had to take the action. Go sit out in the sun, go for a walk, bring yourself back. Because at the moment you've got a lot of anxiety, not anxiety, but a lot of anxiousness built up because app, 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 mm. up, down, up, down, left, right, like type this, do this, move this, bam, 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 bam. So it's like, <sighs> okay, bring yourself back. It's okay. You know, and so that was a bit of a segue. But back to it, bring yourself back to the you know present moment of how you're actually feeling and yeah. work out the things in your life that are causing you to get further away from God. Yeah. Straight up. Yep. You know, I'm not playing around with it. It's what's keeping you further away, what's bringing you closer. To finish up on that, not to get all fucking, but my, like I say, um, God put some people into my life at a certain time of need when I was in like desperate need of guidance. Mm. And one, both, actually all three, and then they're my colleagues at work. So you spend like mm. all your time with them yeah. every day. And um, so I'm blessed, man. Like I thank them all the time. I actually said it the other day, but my boss, um, I've known him for a long, long time. I've got a lot of time for him. And we sat down at lunch, and he seen a book I was reading. And he, he's a Christian, and this book was about Islam. And you know, and, and it got us talking. It was a good talking point, right? Um, but beliefs differ slightly. But basically, when I described to him, you know, how I was feeling. Um, he turned around and kind of said, look, you know, I think to sum it up, basically people are always trying to fill a hole. You look at all the successful people with all the money in the world, but they still get bogged down in in, in the bullshit, the bad shit, you know, lust, desire, um, money. money, and all the shit that that brings, right? And it's not until some of these people find, well, you look at people that are of faith and they're happy, they're content, you know? And he said, us as humans, God's created us, right? To, to come to come back to him, you know, to feel that. And, and everyone's so spiritually starved in this day and age because yeah. of all the distraction and stuff. Um, people are getting further and further away. And all it takes is to look at the media and all the other stuff. All it is is just fear, fear the bad shit, the devil's work, man. Like you look at some of the music industry now, like, and they're worshipping the devil. Like there's a lot of stuff out there. It's just like having kids, you just don't want them exposed to it, right? Mm. And um, he said we're all wired and made to find our way back to him. And when you do, that's when it feels like, you know, everyone's trying to fill the, a void. Yeah. Kind of feels like you're always trying to, and that was how it felt for me. I was always trying to fill a bit of a void, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Um, so, I don't know, it was just a, a nice way of kind of looking at it, you know. That feels nice. Ramdas, Ramdas's quote, we're just walking each other home. Because mm. we all go back there. That you've had that experience with ayahuasca. I mean, like from what I've heard of your description, it's like it takes you to that place. And if anything, I've looked. I've also heard near death experiences. Your brain releases DMT, mm. and people describe what those experiences consisted of and yeah. some of the things that they felt. And it's very similar to yeah. those full on DMT ayahuasca heavy high mushroom dose like yeah. very similar yeah bro and it's like how beautiful is that yeah like the, 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 the love the peace all that that feeling mm. that you had in that moment yeah and it's like well you know there's something more to this life and we all go back there we all end up back there we come from it and we end up back there yeah you i think i the quote that come out when i was in the jungle was our life starts and ends with love we just got to find love in the middle yeah god love bro yeah and that just to quickly touch on that that ayahuasca experience it was funny because I come home and it wasn't until probably only a couple of months ago I was like trying to uh, express this sense of oneness to people. Mm. But then I had the realisation of like, how the fuck can people understand it? Like you can't understand this feeling. You can't even put it like the mind cannot work out the place I went to. 
in that experience and it was my feelings and my interpretation of it mm. and that's exactly and it's only just for me mm. you know and the pod with roman he said everything i do now is for me mm. first mm. and it openly expresses to people like it effortlessly just goes if i'm if i'm doing it for me it's going to land nicely if i'm doing it for something or someone or an outcome mm. then that's an issue mm. you know and Seventy years on this planet is not a long time. No, you know, mm. there's more than just this life. So just be yeah, be conscious of what you're doing. If you're doing some bad shit, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, bro. Think twice. You know. Think twice. You know, it's probably dragging you down and stopping you from being and reaching your highest potential. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're stopping yourself. Good Love job, you, bro. Love you too, bro. A lot of gratitude for you. I'm proud of you. That's why when you messaged yesterday, I was like, I got to call you and have the chat. Yeah, I appreciated that. Yeah, bro. that Thank was you. it. Was more than a text. I went to start typing, and then I went, "No, nah, I'm going to call him" because yeah. it was like I want to. I, I know the energy that's being put behind it because <laughs> I know there was times there that we'll chat, and I'm like, "Oh, how's it?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, no." It's, and there was a little, <laughs> and there was a little joke wrapped in it because it's easy. Yeah. It's easy to wrap a joke in it. Yeah, and then yeah, it wasn't until yeah. like this consistency of like, "Fuck, well done, man. I'm there with you, and I'm there if you need me." And oh, you just call me like even yesterday I openly expressed like oh fuck I had that thought and then we had the chat and I was yeah, like, it helps when you can have an accountability someone holding you to it yeah. holding you to your word you know because I've expressed it now mm. and it's like um these potties bro um never thought of it but like it's almost like a journal like we could in six months time I hope to look back at this and go fucking oath yeah um so yeah even for other people to listen because people jump on the journey later like the, all the views always go up because I can check like where pe- what episodes people are listening to and there's some episodes of people are listening to porn and social media part one mm. so it's like people see it feel something and then go back so there's more and more people that are you know jumping on and listening and yeah so yeah, beautiful. <sighs> beautiful chat bro so until next time oh, thank you man no, you're right, bro. You keep doing what you're doing i'm proud of you we'll keep we'll keep checking in yeah. that's that's all we can yeah. do we can only talk about our experiences on here yep. otherwise it's not real and authentic yeah. we can talk about fucking something else but if we haven't felt it then it energetically isn't going to land with people. People just want to hear. This gives people an opportunity to check in with themselves. Mm-hmm. So the real world can be open, transparent, vulnerable, present. Yep. Gives people an opportunity to do the same thing. Mm. Man, I forgot to ask you what you thought about the Blues game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up, bro. <laughs> Fuck, did they win? Oh, bro, I was in bed by half time. <laughs> Dog, I'm the worst fucking supporter. It's all right, Penrith playing at 2 p.m. this Sunday, so hopefully I'll be able to catch halftime. Let's go.